The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on Demand. So that's the thing. People wondering where we're going, what we're doing. We had the invitation to come to Calgary and bring the show. Now we've got the invitation to Go to Saskatoon, and that's what we'll be doing on Friday on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Mike Babcock will be on Darren's microphone, Scott Flory in hour two. A couple Huskies sports coaches joining us live from Saskatoon for a Flame Tech Football Friday. It's going to be fantastic. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Here we are, and we are live from beautiful Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Saskatoon shines. And we're coming to you from the Merlis Belcher Place, hope home of the men's and women's hockey programs. And Griffith Stadium, just across the way, we've got uh, the Moose with us here on this Flame Tech Football Friday on one of our biggest days, Moose, we've ever had on the Rod Peterson Show. We're live across North America on Game Plus Television, plus YouTube and Facebook. And holy smokes, this is your town. We were driving around here last night. He came and picked me up at Saskatoon International Airport. I'm like, are you happy to be back here, Moose? And you just beamed how happy you were to be back in the Bridge City. Yeah, I love it in this place. It is such a great city, and I miss it every day. And it's nothing, you know, to take away from what's a great Regina's been and, and what a wonderful sports yeah. community that is. But this city is the culture, the art. It's a beautiful city. The people are wonderful. And, you know, I always, I got my start in this business in Rosetown, Kindersley, back in 06. But I really got, it restarted here tara hall and um, basil hewton and that whole group um it was awesome you went to the u of s not for a long time but for a good time let's put it out there yes exactly and listen when i say one of the biggest shows we have some contests that we're running today uh that i'm going to bring you back an hour or two maybe you can talk a little more about for bet regal our good friends our exclusive betting partner uh direct west is joining us and they are going to uh, make a big announcement a big unveiling here today one of our biggest partners along with Jeff Shatler of the Saskatchewan Rush. Mike Babcock, men's hockey coach here at the U of S, is going to be with us. Scott Flory, the Canadian Football Hall of Famer, head coach of the Huskies football program, is going to be here right on the set at Merlis Belcher. And uh, let me just say this before I get into the quick six show topic. I sent up the bat signal on the weekend, last weekend, and a lot of teams responded, right? And Husky, oh, yeah. ha- Husky Athletics were one. And they said, well, come on up here and do your show. As a matter of fact, we got a huge weekend against the University of Regina. They're in town for men's hockey Friday night, football on Saturday, women's hockey Saturday night, and women's soccer on Sunday afternoon. All here at the U of X. Jam-packed. And a lot of it is that provincial rivalry, too. So it's, it's cool. Yes. Happy to be here. Uh, Director Jordan is back home flying the Millennium Falcon. And I ask him to hit the quick six show horn, please. <laughs> Rolling. Thank you on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Well, I'm going to start with uh, hockey, 
even though it's Flame Tech Football Friday. Because I said on yesterday's show from Calgary that everybody only wanted to talk about Thursday night's game. So let's talk about Thursday night's yes. games, and then I'll get into your assessment of what went on in a wild night. And I don't know if I should go through all these. I mean, I can. Logan Couture and Kevin LeBong scored in the second period. Ottawa lost 2-1 to the San Jose Sharks. Daniel Sprong set up Washington's first goal, scored on a second period breakaway in uh, the middle frame in the winner. The Capitals beat New Jersey 4-1. Patrick Laine scored at 149 of overtime to lift Columbus past the Islanders 3-2. Alexi Lafreniere scored with 9.07 remaining in the third to lift the Rangers past Nashville 3-1. Jason Dickinson, Tanner Pearson, and Brock Besser scored their first goals of the season to help Vancouver beat winless Chicago 4-1. Is Jeremy Colleton the first coach fired in the NHL? Yes. Yeah, okay, thought so. Sam Bennett scored the go-ahead goal. Sergei Bobrovsky earned his 300th NHL victory, and Florida beat Colorado 4-1 to remain undefeated. The Panthers at 4-0 are off to their best start in franchise history. How about that? Kyle Connor scored twice and added an assist with regular line mates Blake Wheeler and Mark Scheifele in COVID-19 protocol, and Winnipeg beat Anaheim 5-1 for its first victory of the season. We love you, Winnipeg, but don't look at us in Saskatchewan saying we can't count. You saw the Kyle Connor news conference afterwards. Oh, The ice was littered with hats. He only scored two goals. <laughs> you think we can't count in Saskatchewan? Come on, oh, Winnipeg. And Jacob Markstrom made 33 saves for his ninth career NHL shutout in Calgary's 3-0 victory over Detroit. And I don't know how much you were on the highway, so I don't, I don't know if you were listening to that broadcast or not. But those Sutter Flames, Milan Lucic beat up that Detroit guy in the first period. A little period. punchy. So maybe they got something going there. So your thoughts on Thursday night in the National Hockey League. We, were, we got here last night and we went to Shoeless Joe's to watch the end of the Oilers game. By the way, Rick Tockett got those Coyotes in the playoffs just two years ago, okay, and then got fired. He's putting that out there, that <laughs> franchise. And he's not even coaching anywhere right now. I think he's on TV. So we watched that order. The Coyotes aren't just losing. They're getting killed. Yeah. And it's, it's not a good situation in Arizona now. Edmonton's a really good hockey team. Yeah. We got to watch the tail end of that game. They're a really good hockey team. And to pick up another win, move to 4-0, and um, you know, we, we talked a lot about the Ottawa and San Jose game last night and how San Jose's probably in a, probably more pressure to win now. Well, they did, but I think they only had four shots in the third period. Ottawa put some pressure on late in that game. And, and did Cole Sillinger not get his first last night? He absolutely did. How so, silly. So pretty great, uh, pretty great night of hockey to try and bounce around and yeah. follow all of the great games. Great friend of the program. And speaking of friends of the program, Bob Marier, sober coach to the stars, has sent a message and he says, good morning from Santa Monica, California. Morning, Bobby. We got to talk about your Habs now, don't we? We got to talk about your Habs, and they have not won yet. And the Brendan Gallagher disallowed goal last night. I mentioned licorice legs. Bob was in the room when that term came up. Oh yeah, the first time in Montreal. Licorice legs, just Barry Cook and Yemi scoring for Montreal. The Brendan Gallagher disallowed goal. I'm with you on that one, but it did it cost them the game? No. No, in the end, it didn't. Kokaniemi scoring, you know, for Carolina against his former team. I mean, that's, that's poetic stuff. Um, yeah, the Gallagher disallowed goal is tough. Um, was he in the crease? Sure, maybe, just. And I guess that's the rule, and they're trying to crack down on this. You know, Paul Bissonnette, who's been on this show, talked about on Twitter, you know, this is like roughing the passer now in the NFL. You lay a finger on and... They're out. Well, we got to protect the stars. We got to protect the goaltenders. 
um, in the National Hockey League. But no, that was that was a really tough one, and uh, a lot of people around the NHL don't understand why that one was disallowed. Ah, well, it, you know what? It's uh, it's still only a little over a week old, but the pressure's on. Uh, obviously, in Montreal, I just well, texted you back, Bobby. Good, and and Bob is making it like a point. To not be in Montreal at this point. Right, either. Bob. Let, let's become Panthers fans. They're 4-0. <laughs> Now's Bob's the time. Hashtag. <laughs> yeah, Bob's your uncle. Hashtag one territory, man. The Panthers are where it's at. I'll see you, I'll see you at FLA Live Arena next month. Anyways, it is a Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech's locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology. And this is the warm-up for E-Cole Electric. Our annual fall promotion sale is on now with special pricing on hundreds of in-stock items. E-Cole Electric, let's get to work. Did I mention Damon Allen's coming up later on? He is the CFL ambassador for BetRegal.net. So we're going to be talking with Damon a little later. Um, Thursday Night Football, this is only point two of the quick six. Cleveland's Case Keenum threw for 199 yards and a touchdown. Dearness Johnson rushed for 146 yards. And the Browns beat the Denver Broncos 17-14 on Thursday night. Football, Denver quarterback Teddy Bridgewater threw a pair of touchdown passes, gutted it out while playing with foot and quadricep injuries. He finished 23-33 for 187 yards with one pick. The Broncos have lost four in a row. I want to mention Canada West weekend. That's my third point, but we kind of just mentioned it off the top here, and that is that the U of S Huskies are home tonight in men's hockey to the University of Regina, right here at Merlis Belcher Place. By the way, our man Ken's, we have a live studio audience. Can you make some noise, Ken? Can you make a yay? Hey! hey. Morgan, too. Yeah. She's not going to be as <laughs> The loud. golf club. Yeah. Uh, we went to the big board and I said, what, what's Merlis Belcher famous for? The guy whose name is on this rink. You guys all discerned and looked up for being rich. <laughs> and he's U of R, or U of S alum too, right? Very successful. Very successful yeah. businessman, a lawyer. Uh, so here at Merlis Belcher Place, it's uh, men's and women's hockey this weekend. U of S, U of R, and then Rams Husky. I'm telling you, people are are really getting into it. My phone's going off. Are you staying for the game? Well, of course I'm staying for the game. That's a uh, Texas ten four. And then they're like, "You want to go for supper after the game? Yeah, sure. Why not? And then we'll be going somewhere to watch the Riders and the Stampeders." It's fall. It's football. It's Canada. Pretty awesome. It's going to be great. But it's damn cold. Can I say that? <laughs> I know, right? Like, I picked him up at the airport. Let's remember. Oh, it's freezing. He's been in Florida. Now, Calgary's not so bad, but they probably had a Chinook in there for the last few days. And uh, it was minus, what, three. Yeah, it felt like minus 40 to you coming out of the airport. I was freezing. I wasn't even wearing shorts. My blood is that thin now. Come on. It reminds me of my old friend, Phil, the Zamboni driver at the Agrodome in Regina. I used to walk around and go, Phil, can you turn up the heat in this place? And he'd go, it's a hockey rink, not a shopping mall. How about that? I, I'm thinking, as I said to Ken here earlier, the ice must be pristine in this facility. Oh, yeah. With how cold it is. So let's pack the joint. This is, by the way, uh, Mike Babcock's first game, hey? With the, it will with be, the yeah. The uh, Canada West hockey schedule started last week, um, but the Huskies had the bye week because now there's nine teams. Trinity Western's in, McEwen's in. It's grown. So the Huskies had the bye week in week one, which, I mean, you don't really like to see that at the beginning, but they're here now and number two ranked team in the country. Uh, we're doing uh, great things here in the warm-up for Equal Electric. We're covering a lot of ground. Baseball, the Dodgers have survived yet another elimination game. Chris Taylor hit three home runs, joining 
Dodgers all-time, Laurie, drove in six runs in all as L.A. broke loose at the plate to beat Atlanta 11-2 in the NLCS. A.J. Pollock had two home runs and four RBIs for the Dodgers, who have won seven straight postseason elimination games dating to last season. The Dodgers still trail the Braves 3-2 in the series. I see our first guest is, hey, Coach. No, you're good. You got about five minutes. You're good. Coach Flory. I story about him, of course. He says, you guys, I got to put get a, a helmet for your desk. So Moose and I jumped in the car, drove all the way up here last winter. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Flory comes out of his office. He goes, you drove all the way here to get a helmet? We're like, what else are we going to do? It we was nothing else to do. It was do. literally a Saturday. And yeah. like, we just, you know, we strategic planning in the car for five hours. And away we go. Yeah, it was awesome. And Coach Flory will be here momentarily. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday week. 12 and the Canadian Football League kicks off tonight. We talked a little bit about it yesterday from Calgary. We'll talk a little bit more about it today. It's the Argonauts at the Alouettes. Toronto at Montreal. It is, this could be the game of the week. This could be Canada's game of the week if you think about it. Yeah. And they do love CFL football in Eastern Canada. Each team's won three games in a row. First place is on the line in the East. The Argos go in six and three. Montreal's five and four. It's a seven thirty Eastern kickoff, and then on Saturday it's a triple header ball for all in the Canadian Football League. Your thoughts on tonight's game, Matthew Schiltz versus yeah. Macbeth? I like that. Can we put that on the t- Schiltz Creek that you dropped yesterday? <laughs> right. I still Schultz can't Creek. believe I'm thinking about that. Eugene Levy should be kicking off the football tonight. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, but anyways, uh, it's going to be a great game. It's, we'll find out. A little bit more of a litmus test for Montreal. We know Toronto's kind of established himself in the East, and McLeod Bethel-Thompson's established himself as a quarterback for the Argonauts. Uh, but this is more of a test for Montreal to see where they're at. And for Schultz, I mean, right, they just traded for Trevor Harris. So it's another audition for the young quarterback in Montreal, too. Schultz Creek. Schultz Creek. Why do I have to think of everything? What you do. Uh, DG in Saskatoon writes in on the Prairie Mobile text line says, Morning, guys. The location looks awesome within arm's length of where my Huskies hockey season tickets are. I still can't get over the news from last night's NFL game about Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield from this past Sunday. His shoulder was so damaged that he tore his labrum and broke his arm bone at the shoulder. What an incredible pain tolerance to go back in and play in that game. DG in Saskatoon. Well, I think we all like Baker Mayfield going back to his Oklahoma days. None of that surprises me. And if we want to sit around and talk about all-time pain tolerance stories in sports, I got a, I got a million. Flory could tell a few. I was going to say, he's probably got a few of those stories, yeah. too. I can't believe we're winding this up so well. Point six is the last one, NFL Week 7. I'm probably going to take it off because the best team in the National Football League, the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> have a bye. Coach McCarthy is optimistic that... Dakota Prescott will be available for week eight, so we're not too worried with that right calf strain. Your Titans, I wrote it down. They've got the Kansas City Chiefs. How are we feeling about this one in Nashville? Good and bad. Take the over. Go to Bet Regal and just hammer the over with as much money as you can find. Don't actually <laughs> empty your bank account. I would never advise anybody to, to be that risky. But go to the free play and put all your thousand free points on it because... Kansas City's offense is so good, and, and Tennessee's secondary is not. So it's going to be tough. But Kansas City's defense is really bad, too. Derrick Henry could put up 200 yards on the ground this weekend. And is that your bet? That I would, That'd yeah. Good whatever the over-under is on his rushing yards, take the over. I'm so glad that you brought 
that up. And Morgan will applaud this. She's sitting over there, um, the brains of the whole outfit. This Bet Regal thing, you have the details, right? I don't want to say too much. No, it's going to be a Build Your Bankroll Challenge coming up in November. A chance for everybody watching and all of our viewers and listeners across North America to get in on this and win some great prizes, which will include two tickets to the Grey Cup, some swag, a few other things. Um, all you need to do is sign up at uh, the Bet Regal Free Play Sportsbook. We're going to have the links coming. Everything will be available next week at rodpeterson.com. It'll start November 1st, and it's free to enter. Yeah, so we're basically saying don't do it yet. Although, if you want to sign up for the pre, uh, free sports, you can. Oh, yeah. Do that now at betregal.net. But this is a contest to win two tickets to the Great Cup in Hamilton in December through our friends at betregal.net, the exclusive betting partner of the Rod Peterson Show and the Canadian Football League. We covered it all nice and tidy, Moose. I'll see you back, uh, what, in an hour? Yeah, both then. Okay. Scott Flory, the Hall of Fame head coach of the U of S Huskies men's football program, joins us next. Mike Babcock on the way as well. And they tell me here, he hasn't changed. Babs, he's still very intense. I'm looking forward to that interview. All coming up, you're watching the RP Show live from the University of Saskatchewan. Merlis Belcher Place on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It's a huge Husky Athletics weekend beginning here tonight at Merlis Belcher Place. Mike Babcock makes his Canada West coaching, not debut, I guess. He coached the Lethbridge Pronghorns before, but his first for the U of S Husky tonight. The U of our Rams are here. Mike Babcock will be with us at our broadcast location coming up in hour two. And then on Saturday, it's the women's hockey team home. U of S Huskies to the U of our Cougars. U of our Rams are here for Canada West football Saturday afternoon. And Griffiths will be here for the game. And then Sunday, it is women's soccer. Saskatchewan Regina. So Scott Flory joins us. A Regina guy I might throw in. Right, yeah, Coach? The boldest proud. <laughs> it's been Absolutely. a long time. Yeah, yeah I know. Scott Flory, the Canadian Football Hall of Famer, multiple great cap champion of the Montreal Alouettes. Wow, this is a big one. This is the 11th time in history that the Rams and Huskies will meet as nationally ranked top 10 teams. How are the boys feeling? That's a lot to process there. I know. You never more thought than, about it. Let me know. <laughs> Way more than 11 times, though, I'm assuming, over the 20-some yes. years. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, I, I don't know. You know, I think everybody's still kind of feeling it out coming out of COVID, man, to be honest with you. I think, um, you know, everybody's trying to find their way a little bit, learning more about themselves in the process and everything. And, um yeah, I think that we're learning about ourselves, too. They're a good team. It's going to be a really good game. I'm really looking forward to it. But here's the See, you say that. It's a six-game season. So how long do you have to figure out who you are? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's, it's got to come quickly. You, gotta, yeah. you, gotta, you, you don't have time to dwell and to, to take you know, multiple weeks to be able to overcome uh, adversity or mistakes or anything like that. So, yeah, you gotta, it's got to be a, you know, I don't know if it's a steep or slow curve or whatever the curve is, it's got to be, we've got to be able to overcome that stuff. And I think that, you know, if you look just, just in the growth and from a progress from week one for us, you know, um, that first game in Calgary, I think that just for us these last couple of weeks has been more about who we are and, and, we're, and we're continuing to try to find out who we are but I think we're much further along the path than we were in week one yeah. uh, as we continue to move well, forward. Well, I just want to back up for a sec. Big picture here. I was telling okay. the story. You, 
when you said, guys, I got this helmet for you. So DuPont and I drove all the way up from the Queen City to get it. And you're like, yeah. you drove all the way here to get a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> like, we had nothing else to do. Yeah. And you went and showed us the field. And I'm like, Scott, how confident are you that there's even going to be a season? And you were like, oh, we're, we're playing. Yeah. Why were you so confident at that time? You know, I just, I, I just think that at some point, right, you got to move forward. And I, we are. And, I mean, we're doing it safely in the proper way. And, you know, um, you know, some could argue too fast. Some could argue too slow. I mean, somewhere in the middle, usually the truth there lies. But, but the reality is, is that, uh, you know, for us and for our guys and, and, you know, we're just, we're grateful for the opportunity. But, you know, we have to. I think that, you know, at some point we've got to do it wisely and do it smartly. But we are moving forward. And I was just really confident at the time, even a year ago, I'm like, it just has to happen. We can't, we can't sit in a quagmire for too long uh, with anything and whatever that, that quagmire may be. So um, I'm happy. Uh, I really am. I'm happy, you know, shortened schedule, all that kind of stuff. It's a cold year. We don't start till, yeah. you know, the end of September. So, I mean, we're in week four and it's, you know, winter's here. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we'll take it any way we can get it. And so please tell me <clears throat> how your players have dealt with it. I can't imagine, you know, that I've got friendships well with their with their parents that's how old yeah. we are now yeah. Scott. but uh, uh. it hasn't been easy on them but they've done it all yeah. across this country yeah uh, university athletes but just talk about your program yeah no for our guys specifically it was you know i, I think i felt uh, last fall right there's this real high we got back we were practicing we we're doing stuff and then and then it you know it, the reality of we're not playing games set in and then this this year and everybody's just kind of sitting in that we are weren't too sure but very hopeful we, you know we move ahead we're preparing in the summer and then you know, we felt a training camp, the start of training camp, and then it kind of leveled off. And then when we started playing games again, is that you can feel that edge pick up again. And it's like, okay, this is back to normal. We're riding the bike again. You know, we've taken a few years off, <laughs> but we're riding the bike again. And, and again, for us, it's starting to figure out all the nuances of how we do that well. I'm going to take you through this season for the Huskies leading up to this huge crescendo, which is the Saturday afternoon game, Regina, Saskatchewan, here at Griffith Stadium. But you go into Calgary and lose, we're all kind of shocked. Then you go yeah. into UBC and win. And then back here last weekend, you kind of blew the doors off Manitoba, wasn't it? Alberta. Or Alberta. So you're yeah. getting better, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's just part of that process. Uh, like, but let's not make Saturday more than what it is. It's week four, right? Okay. So let's all un understand that. But, but we also understand that, you know, we only had the Rams play provincial rivals once in 2019 and then once again this year. So um, because, because of the shortened schedule, our two games are with Calgary. So... Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, like our rosters aren't, you know, they're well familiar to each staff. You know, we know the yes. staffs, we know, we know what we're going to get. It just comes down to one of those execution standpoint. They're going to have a play here. You know, uh, there's going to be, you know, I'm sure there's going to be attempts to, to do things on both sides. Uh, but at the end of it, you got to line up and play and, and the team that can better line up and play when you take all that, that emotion, you take all that stuff away from it, uh, is the team that's going to, is going to be uh, the victor at the end of the game. Okay. Yes, but Scott, I've known yep. you a long time. I look yeah, in your eyes and I, I trust what you're saying, but come on. It's Rams and Huskies. <laughs> there was a brawl at the pregame intros not that long. Uh, yeah, yeah there, no, there's a ton of emotion, man. There, there is. There's, there's lots of feelings and emotions and guys. We've got guys from Regina. I'm sure they got guys from Saskatoon, you know, right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, that, that's part of the, the deal. And it just, um, but it is just week four. Let's understand that. But but of course there's a, there's a heightened sense of it. Nobody wants to lose this game for sure. And we don't, we don't, we don't want to lose ever at home at Griffiths. I mean, it's our house. Right. But the reason I bring that up is, are you trying to temper expectations of your guys so that the moment doesn't become too big? No, I'm being real with them. Yeah. Like it, it, we have to respect everybody we play. And I don't, I don't care who we're playing. We've got to respect them because they deserve their respect. And if we don't, 
then we're not being, you know, we're not being true to the game. We're not being true to our teammates. We're not, you know, so we have to. I think every competitor has to, right? But also, we've got to also understand that we play to our standard and we do our thing. So it's not about the opponent, whoever we're playing. Was it U of A last week or, or in UBC two weeks ago? Uh, we played our standard. You know, the part for me is like we've got to make sure we finish and we do all those things from a football standpoint. But from a standards, we've got, you know, I'm not a big rules guy. I'm standards and let's play to our standard yeah well this place will be jam griffith stadium saturday afternoon on canada west tv uh, which is available on uh, sastel max cable and all through western canada on telesoptic tv as well um <clears throat> i gotta ask you this and then we'll just go to some cfl questions here too and other canadian yeah. football but nelson lacombo the last time we talked i mentioned how are you going to overcome the loss of him and now your three games this is a guy number two overall pick in the cfl draft last year vancouver kid right yep uh, but is drafted by the Rough Riders, popped his Achilles in training camp, hasn't played all year. But how have you overcome that? He's a game-changing defensive player. Right? Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Kind of eliminated a half of the field, <laughs> you know, when he's out there. Just people didn't want to throw that way. And uh, But you know what? I think there's there's a couple ways you can look at it. The program, everything has got to move forward. Um, but it's opportunity for other guys. I mean, we've got a lot of guys that have been waiting and developing and, and practicing, and it's it's time for them to be able to have their opportunity to, to play. So that's the way I look at it. I don't get caught up in, you know, trying to keep and retain and all that kind of stuff with, with guys when they have opportunities to move on and to be better and to go to pro ball, man, I'm all in. I'm trying to get them there. Uh, you know, I was fortunate benefactor of that too, and I wouldn't want anybody holding me back. So I want nothing but the best for those guys. Um, and then we've just got to have, I mean, we lost two to the CFL, right? With Hags as well, with yes. Josh Haggerty. So he's doing good things. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So it's, it's one of those where I want to make sure that these guys are moving forward and it's next man up. And, and that's my job as a, you know, running the program to make sure that we have next guy up. Yeah. Another Regina kid I might throw in there. It's RMF will, uh, <laughs> will appreciate the plug. But you mentioned uh, with the Argos there with Haggerty. They are in Montreal tonight. Do you watch those games in McGill? And my mind goes back to the day. Is yours? Yeah, no, there's a lot of good memories. Yeah. I mean, man, I played there 15 years and lived in Montreal. I mean, it's just a great city. So, yeah, obviously in my heart is, I mean, it's my alma mater. My only team in the CFL I played for. So, it, uh, you know, it, for sure, I mean, they're, you know, you know, it can be critical and all that kind of stuff, but it's, but it, it just goes back to a lot of good feelings, a lot of good memories of, of my time there and, and maybe a little bit of the golden era of football in Quebec there in the 2000s. And, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch those games now as a spectator. What would you say was the best Montreal? Oh, man. There, I, I'll say that our, our three Grey Cups were so different. Our first one in 02, we were like, uh, I've said it before, like a band of misfits. And we had average age like 24 years old. We were so young. And, you know, AC was just coming into his own. Uh, you know, our old line was relatively young. You know, uh, Cahoon and Copeland and all these guys were just kind of at the start of the, the career. Uh, Anwar Stewart, uh, you know, guys like that and Strick. And so um, we were just like kind of a young you know, didn't know what you're no, in. No, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then and then I look at the later ones in 9 and 10, and we were so veteran-laden, and, and it was so focused that it was just, it was such a different uh, dynamic uh, with those with those two teams, um, two types of teams anyway, but uh, but effective nonetheless. Yeah, so you can't pick one, eh? I was going to say Man, 02. Yeah, I, I think that we a lot of that team from 02 really came into their own from that game forward but uh nine and ten if you just look at the like just the hall of fame guys that are on those rosters i mean you just think about we had andrew hawkins on our team who went, went on to play seven years in this in the nfl and he wasn't even a starter with us in 09 because of sj because of jamel richardson because of Cahoon, because of kerry watkins i mean it was just 
loaded with talent. So um, I look at that team too, and it's like, but you know, you go back to 2002 and we had, or 2001 Grey Cup, we lost. We had four to five or Hall of Fame offensive linemen on that, on that, you know, on that squad too. So um, yeah, just, just different, but different phases of their careers. You know, we all have mentors, you know, those guys when you sit back or gals and you hear their voice or you see their face. My, my dad, of course, and various broadcast people and sports people. You had Don Matthews, Jim Pop, coach for a time. Yeah. I love Jim. Uh, Tressman. Which one are those guys? Do all of them echo in your mind? or No, absolutely. I think the two from a player and coaching standpoint, the two biggest influences were those two that I had the longest in, in, the, in the CFL were Don Matthews and then Mark Tressman. Um, you know, Mark is still a, a, a good friend of mine. I mean, he helped me get this job here as a reference for me. So right? yeah, like Mark's, I just, I got so much respect and he is such a great guy and, uh, and great mentor and everything. Um, and then, and then Don just, but two totally different styles night and day, people right? And keep different people and people. Oh yeah. yeah. But effective. Right. So, yeah. so there's, there's a lot of ways that you can get things done and there's a lot of ways that you can win football games and, and run a team and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it's just about the, again, about the people, both those guys were uh, outstanding men and uh, an absolute pleasure to play for. Well, I'm sure you get asked a lot about coaching and pro. And I, what I think people need to understand is a U sports head coaching job. Is that great? I can tell how much you love it. Yeah. Right. So, and, and I also know the path to your success in anybody's is one play at a time. I'm sure you're just focusing on what you're doing. Right? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, listen, as a head coach in university football, I get to be head coach, GM, director, player personnel. You know, I'm also the budget guy and all that. But so you wear a lot of hats, but it's also the fact that you get to put your stamp on things because you get to be the final say on all those, all those kind of, you know, you got great help and support. And I wouldn't be able to do it obviously without everybody uh, from the athletic department, coaches, all that stuff. But it's a different environment. Whereas in, in the CFL, you know, that's kind of that transient lifestyle. It's kind of that, you know, you're in and you're out. You don't necessarily get that developmental relation that you do with, with the young men that we do at the university. Uh, I, you know, I don't really, not that I don't love recruiting, but I love the development. I love finding talent. I love being able to, to do that kind of stuff. I got a young family. I, I'm so happy where I'm at and I just love being, I love being here. I'm just blessed. It's so. very evident. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Okay. So, well, uh, I'm Rams alumni, so I don't know what to tell you about. <laughs> it's okay. Um, we all make mistakes, Rod. It's okay. <laughs> what will make, what will make, what will decide the game on Saturday? Um, I don't, weather, I don't think will be an issue. I mean, both teams got to play in it. So I just hope it's a, a clean surface here. You got some drilling going on in the background, but, um, yeah. we'll fight through adversity. You know, it's the, it's the way it goes. But, um, so I, you know, the difference will be, I just think how, uh, how limiting mistakes and that's usually what happens in, in games and in sport and big games and turnovers are such a huge impact in, in football. I mean, we're sitting in a hockey rink, they turn the puck over like every play yeah like 150 times a game right so they learn how to deal with that with that adversity and all that kind of stuff um for us it's you know it's it's just much more importance on that and we've been pretty good you know knock on wood being able to control uh games and, and and turnovers and limiting those mistakes and we've got to continue to grow on that so the team that can limit mistakes and then capitalize opportunity and i think if you look at the rams as a team uh in their three games they've been great at that getting those opportunities and being able to capitalize that and turn those stuff those things into points and we've got to be able to do that uh from our end on saturday i can't wait for the game we'll be here for it coach thanks for all you do for us and good luck appreciate it appreciate it ron pleasure scott, scott flory the U of S huskies football program head coach we'll be back with damon allen on video chat right after this you're watching the rp show live from the U of S campus on game plus television network youtube and facebook live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. Canada's daytime sports talk show continues live from the University of Saskatchewan campus. We're at Merlis Belcher Place, the home of the men's and women's hockey programs. Men's hockey coach Mike Babcock will be with us here right at our uh, studio setup in hour two. Pleased to be just joined by Scott Flory, the Hall of Fame head coach of the Husky men's program. And we're going to continue this Flame Tech Football Friday. Uh, Flame Tech, by the way, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology based right here in Saskatoon. As we welcome in Hall of Famer, the legend, Damon Allen, the CFL ambassador for BetRegal.net. Joining us from, if I can get a look here, looks like his home in uh, Toronto. How you doing, D.A.? Has he got us? Clark is telling me to hold on. We haven't had an issue like this in uh, some time. Yeah, we're, we're working on it. My four favorite words in broadcasting. Well, we had Damon. Obviously, he couldn't necessarily hear us. Uh, but BetRegal.net uh, has Damon as a CFL ambassador along with Matt Dunnigan. And DA is going to talk to us a little bit about that. Week 12 in the CFL kicked off tonight with the Toronto Argonauts 6-3. and three. At the Montreal Alouettes, 5-4. and four. It's a 7.30 Eastern kickoff on TSN. And then Saturday, it is a CFL triple header culminating with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Calgary St. Peters. But it gets good rolling first at, I think, it's 4 p.m. Eastern with the Ottawa Red Blacks at the Hamilton Tiger Cats. The middle game is the BC Lions at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And then, as mentioned, 7.45 Mountain, 9.45 Eastern. Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Calgary Stampeders. And I'm, we're going to talk about that game at some point here. Uh, I'm kind of going back and forth. The Rough Riders favored by a point. Was that what it was at betregal.net? I got to check the line on that. Guys, what's happening with Damon? Am I launching into a sports update here now? Okay, they're telling me it'll be a couple minutes. So look at our sports uh, update read now the toronto maple leafs return to the ice tonight hosting the surging san jose sharks at scotia bank arena the sharks are undefeated to start the season with all three victories against canadian teams toronto is 2-1-1 one and one on the year and coming off a 2-1 ot loss to the new york rangers back on monday connor mcdavid collected his 200th nhl goal as the Oilers rolled the Coyotes 5-1 in Arizona last night, Edmonton Star Center scored twice and had an assist in the victory, while Zach Hyman added both a shorthanded marker and a power play tally. The Oilers will be back in action tonight when they visit Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, at T-Mobile Arena. Should be a dandy. We won't be watching it, though. Moose and I, he's standing just behind the camera because we'll be broadcasting the Saskatoon Blades at the Regina Pats on regional television here in Western Canada. The Raptors are in Boston for their first road game of the season after dropping the season opener to the Washington Wizards in Toronto on Wednesday. The Celts are 1-0 after beating the Knicks in double overtime the same night. 
Uh, we mentioned the CFL game, so we'll move on to baseball. It's winner go home for the Boston Red Sox. Houston leads Boston 3-2 heading into game six of the ALCS with a trip to the World Series on the line. Rookie Luis Garcia will get the start for the Astros, and righty Nathan Eovaldi is on the mound for the Red Sox. And that is a 608 Mountain first pitch, 808 Eastern. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games. Book your group or Christmas party now at Ballers Rec Room for the Tab Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store, where you'll never need to ask to get the CFL game put on. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. What's the DA situation, guys? Yeah, still trying to get a hold of Damon Allen. Uh, so I'll read some viewer comments here as I just. Loaded it up here from Allie Hicks. She's watching in Edmonton. She says, happy CFL football Friday and weekend. RP show and viewers tomorrow, make McMahon more green than red. Go Riders. That's from Allie in Edmonton. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, big, big game for my Riders. That's from Christine. Uh, a lot of Sask fans uh, out there in Alberta. From Jeff, the Stampeders fan, he chimes in watching on Facebook currently. He says, Halloween isn't for another week, but fright night for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders will come a week early. Rider Nation, welcome to your McMahon nightmare. Well, we're starting to get the trash talking going. Riders and Stampeders Saturday night. Where are we going to watch it, Moose? Right here at Merlis Belcher Place. Yeah, sounds good to me. From Faye Lowther. Watching in Truro, Nova Scotia. She says, hi, Rod. Just wanted you to know how proud we are of Brett. You know you are loved and have an awesome show. From Faye Lowther, the mother of Brett Lowther, the kicker of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Is that not just a great CFL thing right there? Thank you, Faye. We love you, too. Everybody's in the spirit of the thing on this Flame Tech Football Friday. Uh... From the General in Calgary, he says, I saw Mr. Damon there. I guess the production staff is having malfunctions. Well, uh, I don't know what to say about that. We got all set up uh, here from Saskatoon. My guess is it's the technology thing, internet speed thing at Damon's pump. I don't know. From the general in Calgary, he says, we own the riders. Here we go. Here we, did you see, by the way, after Aaron Rodgers said to Chicago Bears fans in week six on Sunday, he was... I still own you in Chicago. If you go to the Wikipedia page for the Chicago Bears where it says owner, it now has been changed to Aaron Rodgers owns the Chicago Bears. That is a true thing. Kevin Diaco watching in Saskatoon regarding Coach Flory, who was just with us. He says, morning, Scott. How amazing of a moment was it to hit the football field again after everything that's taken place and to see the intensity of the players for the love of the game? No, I didn't get to that when Coach Flory was with us, but at least I read it here. Trent in Norway is watching. He says, Norway calling. I sense the riders will have their house in order come Saturday night. Can't wait for the Babcock interview. I enjoyed being the PA announcer for one season with the men's hockey team before music got more of me. Go Huskies. And from one second, from the general in Calgary, he says, should have renamed this to Sask Homer Day. So Calgary. We were just there for two days. That is so Calgary. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that, but we can't have a U of S show. Come on. From the Calgary viewers. They're upset. What's your up, what's your up uh, date, Clark? 
We're going to take a commercial break and come right back with the legend Damon Allen right after this. You are watching the RP Show live from Merlis Belcher Arena in Saskatoon on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-Hour Sports Radio at Rod Peterson. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We are broadcasting live from the University of Saskatchewan campus. Merlis Belcher Place, to be exact. And uh, we have viewers asking about our poll question today. We don't have one yet. So as we roll into our next interview, why don't you write in? You can text us on the Prairie Mobile text line, write in on YouTube or Facebook. What do you think would be a good poll question? Clark and I were kicking it around prior to the show, and we frankly didn't come up with, uh, with one. So have at her. And speaking of legends, let's bring him in. BetRegal.net, CFL ambassador, the Hall of Famer, the man himself, Damon Allen, joining us from Toronto. DA, happy football Friday. How are you doing, sir? Hey, happy football Friday in the CFL. Really looking forward to it today. Perfect start, DA. I got to ask you, with Canadian college football on, NCAA football, NFL Week 7, CFL Week 12, what has your attention the most this weekend here in late October? Well, I mean, the, what has my attention the most is, uh, you know, today's uh, CFL games. Uh, NFL, you know, I'm a quarterback, so I, I like to look at a variety of different quarterback play, no matter what uh, level of football that you're playing. But uh, I really focus on the, the quarterback because it is a quarterback-driven league. And so, you know, based on how well your quarterback does, uh, really tells you, um, you know, what kind of season you'll have as a football team. Okay, okay. Perfect answer then. So it's McLeod Bethel Thompson. He's on a heck of a roll here. Three straight games with multiple touchdowns thrown for the Argos versus Matthew Schiltz for the Alouettes, who gets the start tonight. Talk about these two guys going head-to-head -head here tonight, and what do you expect to see? Well, what I like about it is, you know, Montreal and Toronto are, are fighting for first place. So tonight's game is very crucial. You know, we, there's a, a, a Bed Regals Legends over and under pick, and the pick was, uh, will Eugene Lewis catch more than, you know, 4.5 catches uh, tonight, or would it be under? And I picked the under due to the fact that, um, you know, it's only uh, Schultz's second uh, game starting. They're playing for first place. Uh, the Argos defense is a, 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 tough, a tough bunch. And I think he's just getting acclimated in, into the CFL. And so uh, I, I picked the under on that. But, you know, the fact that he's getting the opportunity because I wasn't sure, I wouldn't, I was surprised about the trade with uh, Trevor Harris going to Montreal. And so I wasn't sure what dynamic that would, would present, but Schultz is starting his second uh, start in the CFL. And, you know, most likely it'll be a, a crucial game for him uh, to perform to see, you know, how long he'll continue with the starting position. David, surprise. I was shocked. And, and Trevor Harris, not even going to start in Montreal, at least as long as Matthew Schultz can continue this hot hand. You're right. Both teams tonight looking for a fourth straight win. It's only going to happen for one of them. we got to talk about BetRegal.net and your role as ambassador. DA, what wanted to get uh, have you get involved with BetRegal? 
Well, I mean, there's a combination of things that uh, really catch my eye. One is uh, they're a Canadian company. Another, they they um, they believe in education, uh, and they also believe in charity. And then what really took it over is when they said we're going to invest in the CFL. And I'm a CFL fan. I played in the game. I went to the game to survive. And so the fact that they're the official gaming sponsor of the CFL really uh, made me step forward because it's a, it's a pretty good combination. You know, I spent 23 years uh, in this game and to, to represent not only Bed Regal, but still the CFL in a sense uh, makes it, uh, it was so easy to come on board. And especially when you have uh, some of your friends that, that are with you, like the great the legendary Matt Dunnigan, uh, Bernie Nichols, who should be in the Hall of Fame. You know, when these guys are involved and they believe in the Canadian uh, content, they believe in the Canadian product, we believe in the CFL. And so it was a great fit for Bet Regal to come on board and ask us to be their ambassador. There's no doubt. And we ask all of our viewers to go sign up for the Play Sportsbook for free, the free Play Sportsbook at BetRegal.net. You don't have to wager. Yeah, you don't have to wager any money. Get a thousand points a month, bet regal points, and just put your wagers on games. No money involved at all, just to realize how much fun this betting portion is. Anything more on that before I just ask you quickly about the Raiders, DA? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think that, you know, the, the fact that, uh, you know, I, I do want to say that, you know, part of their charity, uh, you know, they have the, uh, the community MVP program where anybody can select anybody in their community that's doing an amazing thing. Uh, and select them to to have the opportunity to, you know, generate a, a five thousand dollar bonus, uh, not a bonus, but uh, generate a five thousand dollar gift to be able to give to any of their charity of their choice. And then at the same time, you know, gearing up for Great Cup, Bet Regal during playoffs and the Great Cup will be plastered all over the CFL during the playoff week, and we'll be down there in um, Great Cup week. And so uh, this company's doing a, a lot of different things. Uh, we want to connect uh, with the, the customer. We want to teach the customer how to uh, play and be a responsible gambler or a better. And, you know, I'm learning myself. And so I, I'm, I'm excited about that. Same here. Same here. And we are completely out of time. That's a God shot. That we won't talk about the Las Vegas Raiders other than to say after your internship, <laughs> you got home at a good time, DA. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, I did, I did enjoy the football. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Thank Damon. Always good seeing you. Mike Babcock coming up in hour two, live from Merlis Belcher Place. Uh, after this break, you're watching the RP Show Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus Television. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life, and the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime Checking Account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. 
You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.